Thank you for tuning in to Wove Inspirations, the evening edition, your source for continued inspiration. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to Wove Inspirations, the evening edition. I am your host, Althea Richardson, and it is both a pleasure and honor to have this special guest on my show today. His name is Sean Harper. Sean Harper is a former NFL offensive lineman who played a total of seven seasons with the Rams, the Oilers, the Colts, and NFL Europe. Since 2004, he has owned and operated American Services and Protection, a multi-million dollar security service firm headquartered in Columbus, Ohio. His journey from the grit and sweat of the NFL locker room to the corporate culture of the boardroom proved that he would win in both worlds by using many of the same principles and strategies. One of Sean's life statements is, you're not born winners or losers, you're born choosers. Sean, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. And thank you for having me. And uh, let's have fun. Hey. So as you know, with any successful story, there has to be a beginning. So what was life like for you at the beginning? You know what? It's so interesting because most, most people say, you know, Sean, you know, you played seven years, uh, actually six and a half, six and a half uh, to seven years professional football. You're a business owner. Uh, you know, you travel, you speak, you know, you must have had a, you know, a plenty, plenty of, you know, doors open, great opportunities. And whenever that topic comes up, I laugh because uh, I, I actually remember standing in the second grade line and the teacher grabbing my left hand and pulling me back into the first grade and mm. friends that, well, at least I thought they were my friends all beginning to yell, you know, you're a failure. You know, you failed the first grade, you know, uh, you're a loser. And uh, I struggled to the fifth grade until my fifth grade teacher, you know, had some pity on me and she began to test me, mm -hmm. uh, the psychologist, the sociologist and all the ologists and they're, and they uh, called my mom in and they said, ma'am, your son has four, possibly five documented learning disabilities. And I grew from not being a bad boy, but worse, I was a mad boy. Okay. Uh, single parent setting, one of six kids. Uh, my mom scrubbed floors to earn a living. And uh, wow, yeah, I got kicked out of two schools because of disciplinary issues. I stuttered my entire life. I could not complete a century still college. Mm -hmm. The amazing thing about God is that God rarely calls to qualify, he qualifies to call. Yes. Yeah, even when I graduated last in my class uh, with a 1.62 accumulative GPA, not on my ACT, nestled deep within the rejection, deep within the failure, the self-hatred, the bitterness, the victimization mindset, there was a dream. Mm -hmm. And outside of God and his love and faith, there's nothing more powerful than the dream. The dream is one of the most powerful uh, forces in the universe because it transcends all time. Um, it transcends all social and economic settings. Mm -hmm. um, and that dream was in me to play football. That dream was in me to speak. And I would always, you know, reference that. But there was nothing around me that validated the dream that was in me. 
Yes. And I go to a junior college. And uh, the first year at that junior college, I set the bench the entire season. Wow. And I remember yelling, you know, all I have is a dream. And I, and I wrote down three letters, NFL. And I looked. And I said, NFL, that's where I'm going. It, that moment was amazing because <clears throat> um, when you begin to focus and when you begin to repeat the dream that God is giving you, you begin to move out of creation and you move into something much more powerful in this manifestation. Yes. And I am going to the NFL and I fought through the resistance, full scholarship, Indiana university drafting NFL third pick in the fourth round and the rest is history. Wow. 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 <clears throat> so it's like early on, even though you had some of the, obstacles against you there was purpose that was in you as well that burning desire to succeed and and that is phenomenal and that you found your your purpose um, early on and then you went for it big time one of the things i really love about this conversation is motivation 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 i hear that in your in in the conversation in the voice and if people don't understand you will understand today that motivators also motivate each other so i am so appreciative to have you on my show today i really am so after you got into the nfl how what was life like for you going forward you know what? Good and bad. And and one thing that I will say is that I tend to be very honest and transparent as much as possible. All right. Because I was able to achieve a portion of my calling, um, a waypoint, and I was excited for the opportunity. The NFL is fast. Every part of the NFL is fast. Mm-hmm. And the ones that stay are the ones who can slow the game down and every aspect of the game down. It was bad for me mm-hmm. because I did not capitalize or pursue another dream. Okay. And so once I made it to the dream of playing in the NFL, now where's the motivation? Mm-hmm. I've already made it now. I'm at the zenith. I'm at the apex. Where do I go from here? And I did not allow the Lord to pull me past that moment mm-hmm. to say let's use this platform to now minister yes let's let's use this platform to now sow into other people's lives let's use one of the most powerful platforms in the world uh for my glory yes uh, didn't i get to that point until my career was just about over but um that's you know that's being honest that I was not able to fully leverage in that moment. Mm -hmm. But I believe that I'm more than made up for it after the game. And I'm using every aspect of me being a former NFL football player. Uh, What I say usually is that I like to draw enough attention to myself and at the last minute uh, direct it back up to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the turning point for you when you, when you said, you know what, I can't do this on my own. Um, you know, I've done the NFL and all of that, but there's still more that I should be doing. What was the turning point for you and how so, did you get to that point? Right. So what most people don't realize is that a lot of players in the NFL are inundated with faith. Mm -hmm. Because you're talking about a young man who 
who has reached the highest level and they're still thirsty and they're still lonely. And there's nothing worse than to have it all and still thirsty and still lonely. Yeah. See, when you don't have it all, you know, you can, the world can say, hey, when you get it all, you'll be filled. And, but when you have it all and you're still thirsty, you're still hungry, you're still empty, that's a very dark moment. Yeah. And it's in that moment that a lot of NFL players, a lot of professional players, uh, whether they admit it or not, you know, drop to their knees. Sometimes pain can break you. Sometimes success can break you. Mm-hmm. And you uh, look up and say, Lord, you know, here I am. I happened to get injured. And they were like, Sean, your season, your career is over. Mm-hmm. And, and there's nothing like being broken. So the difference between being humbled and being broken. And when you are really broken, you really don't want to be made whole again mm-hmm. without you know, you're scared of being whole again without him, you know, and I was broken. And I said, God, hey, you know what? You know, I grew up listening to you. You know, my mom would drag me to church Monday, Wednesday, Friday, when old school Pentecostal church. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But it was, you know, head knowledge and games. Mm. And I need a relationship now. I need a relationship. And he filled me in that moment. And it transformed my life. Amen. Amen. That is awesome. So with the transition now, you have Jesus in your life and things, do they actually start going up for you right away? Or when did things start really taking a, 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 an upward turn? Because a lot of people, when they think that they, once they've given their life to Christ, that everything is now going to be peaches and cream. <laughs> And I'm here to tell you guys that is not the case at all. So how was it for you when you actually surrendered your life to him? So they basically said that um, I would never play again. And I ended up playing three more years from that moment. Uh, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but, but it's interesting because you begin to increase not from the outside in, but from the inside out. Mm-hmm. And so you actually move from being a thermometer to a thermostat. See, the world wants you to react and God wants you to respond. There's a yes. difference. And as you begin to mature internally and grow internally, knowing who you are eternally, uh, then you no longer need the external. Mm. The external has no more bearing or control or influence over you. You now live from identity, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, versus living from image. There's a big difference between image and identity. Yes. And God has called your identity. He has not called your image. Mm-mm. I'm really trying to contain myself. <laughs> just talking. I'm like, this man is on point for real. And people really need to understand that when you have discovered your purpose and then you realize who you are and whose you are, that's when you're able to catapult and go forward in the things of God. But you always have to remember that in everything that you do, you are being led by the Holy Spirit. When you get an understanding of being led by the Holy Spirit, your life is just on point because it's according to God's purpose. Mm-hmm. Would you or would you not agree on that one? <laughs> I agree. I actually, 
would agree 110% with that because it yes. gives you something. Um, it gives you peace. Mm-hmm. And, and what I often say is you got to find the eye, you know, like it's a big hurricane, right? Yeah. And, yeah. You know, if you're in the hurricane and you're, you know, you're moving in the winds, blowing, you know, find the eye, find the peace. Mm-hmm. And when you get in that peace, stay in that peace. Uh, and it, it's, it's at times it can be hard and you know, it's meant to be hard because it's meant to grow you, Amen. you know? And, 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 and oftentimes when you're like struggling and when you're feeling the pain, when you find the peace, it's time for another storm because it's time to grow again. Absolutely. Yeah. So after the NFL and everything, you started your business in 2004. So how did you come up with the idea of uh, starting the uh, security business? So towards the end of playing um, in NFL Europe, I invested, I had an opportunity to invest uh, in a security firm that was actually my brother's. Okay. And I uh, invested in that. And so early 2000s, 2001, 2002, three and four, and then uh, it kind of changed hands to me and my brother-in-law. And my brother-in-law moved down to the Carolinas and he just said, here, it's yours. And I'm sitting here in July 2004 with something that I don't want because I want to travel and speak, you know, I'm on the <laughs> speaking trajectory, you know, you know, you know, I'm, I'm like speaking in churches all over the country. And it's just like, this is awesome. Right. And now I have this company and it's just like, why am I stuck with this? Co- I don't want the company. I want to travel, you know, yeah, yeah. the stage, you know, just helping people when you're growing and, you know, allowing the Lord to use you and, it's just crazy. I'm stuck with this security company. I don't want it. I don't want it. But I <laughs> what I I don't know if I would have traded that moment in because the maturity that God has taught me, um, the shaping and the molding, and has given me the wisdom and the authority now to speak to other CEOs in their pain. Yeah. There's nothing like being able to speak directly to a person's pain mm-hmm. and, 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 and then having that person look at you like, you know, what, you do understand me. You do understand what's happening. And so uh, it, it all worked out and I've, and I've had it since 04 and it's almost 2020 and we're yeah. still grinding. Amen. And what's amazing is that, you know, a lot of times that's the way God works in that he will put you in something that you don't want to do. You're out. And in all honesty, I was not looking to do podcasting. That was the furthest thing in my mind. I had in my mind, the steps that I wanted to, to take. And yet we all know that our steps are ordered by God. And so by being obedient unto God, um, the, 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 the transition for you may have been um, just the, the, just smooth for you because you were being obedient unto God, not may have been a little kicking and scratching. Like, I don't, why am I doing this? Right. Well, I don't want this. I don't want this company, but because of obedience, the obedience is better than sacrifice. And as of today, you are a multi-million dollar industry and it's phenomenal. Yes, it, it, 
not only that, um, being able to be in position so that the Holy Spirit can use the influence on the earth that he's given you. Yes. So that, you know, if I have so many employees, right, that means that the Lord can put on my heart any employee, bless this individual, pray for this person. Mm-hmm. This person is under the covering of the company, which is under the covering of me because you are submitted to me. Now, every security contract I take has the legal jurisdiction of the Holy Ghost because I sign a contract. Yes. And when I sign a contract, they don't know it. They're signing a contract with the CEO of the universe. So now guess what? We have legal spiritual jurisdiction. Wow, wow, that wow. Is, yeah, yeah. That is like a whole new level. And when the Holy Spirit's like, hey, I need for you to write a check. I need for you to do this. I need for you to help this person or not help this person. There's a lot of power in partnering with the CEO of the universe. Mm-hmm. Amen. Woo, this is powerful. Okay. Okay. So what suggestions do you have for those who might be struggling with mm, trying to decide on which direction they want to go with their life? And they may think they're going to go one way based on their own understanding, but God is saying, no, that's not where you're going. Uh, that's not what I said for you to do. What suggestions can you make to those individuals that are kind of struggling right now with purpose? Yeah, you know, it's a, um, um, there's nothing like submission. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like saying, hey, I have all of this talent. I have all of this ability. I'm like a CD-ROM of Windows 2020. You know, I have gigabytes of potential. But God, you have the access code. You get the 25-digit code that you plug in to unlock everything that I have. Yes. You said something earlier. And what you said is that knowing who you are and whose you are. Mm-hmm. And once you get past who you are, you, you begin to tap into whose you are. And when you tap into whose you are, then it's, you begin to live a life that is not my will, but thy will be done. Yes. And once that happens, and the CEO can now put his hand in you like a glove and begin to navigate, I tell you what, it is absolutely amazing. And it is not only uh, satisfying, it's fulfilling, which means that it comes from the inside out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the statement that I uh, read earlier, your life statement, you're not born winners or losers, you're born, born choosers. Tell me the meaning behind that. Well, I, you know what? Um, that is a statement that I that I've recently have to I have to retract that statement now. Okay. And this is kind of controversial, but uh, and the reason why is because I believe that everyone's born a winner. Mm. And 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 what do I mean by that is is that we are created not to be successful. We are created to win. Mm-hmm. And winning is the fullest expression of who you are mentally, spiritually, emotionally, um, um, economically, and legacy. That is winning. And, and, and to prove to you that we are, we are engineered to win, um, I was talking to you earlier, and you mentioned that you were in the state of Texas. Yes. And so... Let's just say, let's just say, let's 
let's say the Dallas Cowboys, right? Okay. And the Dallas Cowboys lost every game for five years in a row. It would not be too hard to get a ticket to a Dallas Cowboy game. True. And if Dallas Cowboys won every single game and Super Bowl for the next five years, it would be impossible to get a ticket. Not that we like to win. We identify with winners. It's a part of our DNA. Mm-hmm. When kids play games, they're not playing video games. And when I played against a kid, Miss Pac-Man or whatever, I'm not <laughs> playing the game. I'm not playing the game to be successful. I'm playing to win. And when we were kids, you know, we were kids, right? We didn't play successful games. Either you lost or you won. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that you're listening in this uh, this might be a bit mature, so I'll just kind of skip over it. But, you know, we're like two to three million sales that made it. If I could say that, sprinkle that in there in code. Okay. You know, you're one of two to three million. Wait, you weren't trying to be successful. You were trying to win. Mm. So then when we get to the third or fourth grade, right, about the time we realize that Santa Claus is not real, they <laughs> they introduce this different concept and this concept is called success mm-hmm. and success is image driven and there's so much depression because we're trying to be successful we're trying to be some something that we're not mm-hmm. and most people will miss it because now they're image based instead of identity based yes God call your image god called your identity so when he wants you to go preach and you're like, no, I want to be a doctor. I can make seven figures. Why? Because it's image-driven, not identity-driven. Hey, that's good. I got you. I got you. So with your speaking, where, where is it that you travel to? What kind of audience do you speak to? Well, wow. So I speak corporate. I do a lot of corporate. Um, I speak with executives. And uh, I do... Um, associations. I do schools. I do keynotes. And basically, when I speak to corporations, I introduce this winning concept to corporate America. Because the C-level people, the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the CEOs, COOs, these guys and girls are like six and seven figures. They're already successful. But they want to win, right? Mm-hmm. But the challenge is, is that at the managerial level and down, they don't teach winning, they teach success. So the entire corporate client uh, atmosphere, culture is not congruent towards success. So I come in and like, you know what? I want to introduce what I've learned and what so many others learned playing professional sports, winning. I want to introduce that all the way from the CEO to the custodian. So um, essentially, what you're saying is that with even if that individual is just a uh, a janitor, they still have a major part in that corporation, and they too can be successful in whatever it is that God has placed them on uh, on their hearts. Yes, they are. Um, yes, the, yes. One of the concepts I introduce is win the day. Yeah. Okay. From the moment you wake up, okay, whatever you do. First of all, you do it unto the Lord. And number two, you win the day. You take your craft of what you do and you blow it out the water. If you are a custodian, you are the best. Because why? Because what you do, you give a sense of consistency 
and an atmosphere of peace. And when you have peace, you have production. And when you have production, you have profit. Now, here we go, all the way up the ladder, just off of that. Yeah, definitely. So do you have any upcoming events um, or any other projects that you're working on at this time? Yeah, uh, I don't have my calendar in front of me. (laughs) However, um, I'm speaking locally in Newark, Ohio tomorrow, actually. Okay. Uh, Next next Thursday, I'm speaking at a women's success conference in Louisiana. This This is a big one. And... At the end of the month, I believe I'm in Chicago. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think that's it for the month of September. And, and there's more engagements in October and November. Sure. So essentially, they everyone would need to definitely go to your website. And what is your website, please? My website is seanharper.org, S-A-J-W-N-H-A-R-P-E-R.org. Uh, but... I, I have a, um, I have a, I have an actual surprise for you and your audience. My book uh, talks about winning, and it's called The Winning Edge. Oh, um, yeah. If you go to seanharper.co, not .com, but just .co, you can get a free download of my book. Awesome. All right. Yes. Absolute free download. It's a seed. Um, I'm just sowing it out there because I realize that it doesn't come to you if it can't get through you. So it's, yeah, it's a seed. That is awesome. You guys, I hope you wrote that down. That is www.seanharper.co. Is that correct? That's it. Seanharper.co. That is awesome. So I hope you guys uh, definitely get a copy of that book because I am certainly going to be getting mine as well. (laughs) And so are you also on social media and everything as well? I am. It's it's Sean Speaks, Facebook, Sean Harper Speaking on Instagram, Sean Harper 75 on Twitter. And I, I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, Sean, well, do you have any last words for our listening audience? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Um, usually, I'm 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 in a motivational mindset, and so I do have tons of motivational quotes. But I'm just so blessed to be able to share my faith and our faith, and to talk about my God, whom I love, and so. You know, I can go deep and you know, I could lay some deep revelation, but you know what? Sometimes simple is best. And so here it is. Humble thyself unto the Lord and he will direct your path. You're talking to a former NFL football player, motivational. I've been all over the planet Earth. I've seen so much. I've seen and I've had so much. And, I, and, 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 and to this day, I have a lot. I still have a lot. But it's nothing like getting on my knees in front of the CEO of the universe and just submitting myself unto God and saying, Daddy, let me find peace in you. Let me, let me find satisfaction in you, the audience of one. That's what I seek. I seek the audience and the approval and the acceptance of one because when you pull that 
from the one, then nothing else can have power and authority over you. So they can threaten you, threaten me. They can take your job, take the job. They can kill you, I'm already dead. Because I know that my daddy loves me, he's confirmed me, and he has chosen me. It's not perfect. I have struggles and I fight this. But when I fight, I fight on my knees and I fight with submission because you don't have position without submission. Amen. Amen. Sean, it has been a pleasure, honor, and blessing to have you on my show this evening. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be on Wove Inspirations this evening. Thank you so much. The pleasure is mine. God bless you. Thank you. This is Althea with Wove Inspirations, the evening edition. You guys have an awesome night and God bless. Thank you so much for tuning in to Wove Inspirations, the evening edition. If you would like to be a guest on this show, send me an email at w-o-v-e inspiration at gmail.com. Again, this is your host, Althea Richardson. Have a great evening and God bless.